gentlemen to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best but the views are amazing i am your moderator b jones and i got my man brian jones here tonight what's happening oh, man it is glad i am glad to hear that comment i ain't heard it in so long man I just, it's just refreshing to hear it. let's go baby i'm good i'm glad i can make it through it you know what i'm saying one take you know not a uh, stumbling and fumbling and bumbling all over myself hey this is muscle memory man muscle memory Easy, easy. Glad to be back. And of course, we got up top, Coach K. I don't know. Can we call you that anymore? Whatever. I'm calling man. you that anyway, bro. I'm sure it'll always come back to that, man. I'm here, man. I'm just happy to be in the accuracy and abundancy of being me. In the accuracy and abundancy of being me. The wordsmith, ladies and gentlemen. Feels really good to be back on the podcast, man. I know we haven't done it in a long time. So we're going to ease ourselves back into this thing. Like we're getting back into the gym after, you know, that six month hiatus that we tend to take. Don't look so, don't look so afraid because I'm coming your way first. Yes, Coach K. We want to update, man. We got to let the people know what's been going on. We've been off about, what, a month and a half or so getting things together in our own lives personally. Show was in July, maybe. It's been longer than a month and a half. Nah, it, was like, it was like August. No, I'm pretty sure it was July. Check the tape. <laughs> Go ahead and check the tape. Um, man, what's been going on, man? Just been working, taking classes. Um, as I said, man, just trying to live in the abundancy of me. What does that even mean? Uh, meaning that when you tune out all of the extra noise, so kind of like when you ride in your car and you, you turn on the Dolby Digital, for those of you that remember when you could turn on the Dolby Digital and, well, not a, you know, okay, how about surround sound? When you, when you, how about when, when, when you go to All the, these antiquated you know, references, man. It's not, it's not antiquated because it's actually used in most digital sound. You just don't know it now at this right. point. Uh -huh. um, basically, it filters out all the unneeded noise, all the extra noise to let you hear the purity of the sound. Um, and that's basically what it means is filtering out all the things that are irrelevant, that are useless, that you can't use and being able to tune into your own intrinsic voice, dreams, values, um, and live in that. And once you can do that, um, all of a sudden you see that your life is now in abundance because you've cut out all of the things that are unnecessary and all the things that distract you from living the life that you should live. Do you feel like you miss anything? Has it been difficult at all? No, not at all, man. It's, 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 uh, it lifts a weight off you. And look, I don't, I don't want to send the message that um, I have perfected it <laughs> because I have not, but just being aware of even trying to do such a thing is a, is a liberating experience. Um, and it's basically what I do day in and day out, no matter which hat I'm wearing. That's what I do for other people. I kind of clear out the unnecessary noise and, and, and just the, the uh the 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 frequencies that don't match with what mm -hmm. they're trying to do to get them where they want to be it's a very empowering uh situation to find yourself in man i mean you get stronger um i, I definitely know the, the the feeling of that weight 
being released, but you get a lot, it's, it's the clarity for me that you, you come across and the ability to move intentionally in all facets, like you say, wearing the many hats, but making sure those many hats all coalesce or align yeah. in, some, in some fashion. Exactly, and I think what has been the popular thing probably in the last five years is, is what's your why? Um, and then through your why, you find the what. But if you don't work on the who first and master that, everything else can be misaligned. So if you're not the right person, if you're not you, then you end up picking the wrong why, the wrong what. Um, and then people wonder why they reach to a level of success and then feel like they're empty. And like, man, I'm, I'm making this money or I got this job I always wanted, but yet I still don't feel fulfilled. And that's because you, you probably created a totally different person in order to achieve those things. And along, the, along those lines, too, you, you said something a minute ago to kind of trigger. You talk about the many hats, but uh, along the same line, we'll be having the conversation. It's really just like finding that one hat and adapting everything else so you don't have to. So I'm the who is what you just mentioned, right? So yep. your who is, is the hat you're wearing. You could be your who no matter which environment, which situation you're in. And that has been a, a kind of like an epiphany for me as well. It's like stop trying to put on a different hat to do a different role. I am who I am. Um, and let that come out in all situations, no matter what. Um, stop worrying about that shape shifting and fake it till you make it attitude and and that um having to please this person over here by being this way and that nah I'm me. I am what I am, I am who I am. Let's run with it. Get down that singular hat, let's make it happen, man. It's funny you bring up that fake it till you make it. So in this time uh, that we've been spending, I think all of us have been working on ourselves in one form or fashion. And it's a continuous process. We continue to do it. But I started uh, listening to some different, uh, I guess I shouldn't say different, but some motivational videos. One of them was a Les Brown video. Um, and I had never been a big, I never been big on motivation. Carol introduced me to these guys on a, or used to introduce me to these guys on a continuous basis. So they're all new names and faces to me. So Les Brown, heard of him, but just not starting to listen to him, right? And in one of his videos, uh, he talked about not faking it till you make it, but faking it until you find it. Um, and I thought that was semi-interesting because of, you know, the point that we talk about, you know, knowing yourself, not faking it, being yourself, true, uh, tried and true, in and out. But faking it until you find it, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe you see yourself as something or you, you, you're envisioning your life in a certain way and you got to act in that. You got to live in that. You got you to put yourself in those positions until it actually fits. And then in that way, that law of attraction starts to come. Um, that's when you start, you know, walking in your own and, you know, losing some of that baggage and other things that come along with that. Yeah. So I think, and I want to be careful with that, right. Um, with that fake it until you find it, because the, the premise behind that is, look, we're not saying that once you know who you are, you're, you're, you're never going to make a mistake again. Right. You, you, you will make mistakes, but you have to be okay with learning in those mistakes because those mistakes are what help you to focus even more on who you are and helps you to filter out things that you thought may have been but are not. Uh, and what, what occurs is that you have to take that first step. 
once you think you know, you, you take that first step to test that water and figure out if that truly is who you are um, and go from there. So, uh, you know, love less, glad, glad you're listening to him. Um, you'll find out pretty shortly um, that he uses the same stories over <laughs> and over again. He's still using them today. Um, if, if, if you hear one more time that he was born in an abandoned building on the floor in Liberty City, um, yeah, and, and uh, he got this job at a radio station on, I think it's on South Beach is where the radio station may have been and mm-hmm. the things he went through. But, I mean, it's all good stuff. And, and, and look, motivation is, um, motivation is a conduit, right? It's, it's, it's a vessel to get you to a different state. Uh, and until you, you, you make it there or until you constantly listen to those messages over and over again, that that help you sharpen that right that help you fake it till you find it um they're just a great tool absolutely great tool and you talk about taking that you know first step and you know learning from your lessons and another thing that i've been kind of dabbling in or trying to live in is the pivot um because i think that's a very important part not just in business but in this uh, self-worth, motivation, you know, building yourself up, building yourself into the person that you, you visualize yourself wanting to be. And the pivot is real because, again, you're going to find that you step out in these things and you may fail, learn some good lessons along the way, but how you react to it. You know, what do you change? What do you go, on about, what do you go about differently and, and put yourself on a different path? And I think that pivot for me has been, been really critical because it's, it's a mind state that you got to kind of walk in and continuously feed in order to be able to grow through all of these experiences and instances. Man, I was just listening to uh, a TD Jake sermon and he was talking about intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that most times people don't realize they get into a situation and then that's when they want to start praying and asking God to remove them out of a situation when chances are he intentionally puts you in that situation to learn something or meet someone or whatever it may be that you needed before you could get to the thing that you really want. Um, That's powerful. Just, right? That's powerful, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and, and it happens and we think, man, why me? Why am I going through this? But it's really because you needed to go through that in order to grow and, and be able to handle the thing that you're really asking for. And I think that's where I was at probably about a year ago when this, 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 that, that thought came to mind, of like, stop praying to get out of a situation. And what can I learn? Why am I in this situation? What do I need to learn and move fr- from it? Or what do I need to take from it to grow inside, right? Or what do I need to take from it to help somebody else um, that may be going through that or help them see that it's not just all bad on me, what was me, right, type stuff. Um, and when you can shift that mindset, because um, again, that really is, that's, that's the human nature, the initial reaction that we have as human beings, right? It's always, why is this happening to me? Um, my life is so messed up. Um, I, I got all this bad luck happening. No, these are situations that are forming you and shaping you and molding you in, and that pressure is putting on you to form you to be the best person that you can be. So whenever you're in these situations, it's not about always, oh, I'm, I'm so, it always happened to me, um, shame, woe is me, look at me, pity me. 
is really, okay, how am I going to grow from this? What I'm going to learn and what I'm going to take from this? And again, not to repeat it, but also to grow and be stronger from it. And when you can do that, again, that has been a, another shift of, of actually, and again, um, thanking for the opportunity to grow from it and, and move past it. Yeah, and, and let's, let's give a, a real-world example, right? <laughs> I was right uh, <laughs> We haven't been on the podcast, I think we said since July. We haven't validated yet. We will in a second here. But that period of time was because we were in the pivot of what purpose does the podcast really serve? What audience are we serving? What are we trying to accomplish with the podcast? And we're back this week because we realized that, you know what, let's not get caught up in how many people are listening every week. Let's just keep putting out the best possible um, product and be of service to people because there are people that need to hear this message that we're putting out. And if it only reaches five people, then it only reach five people, but we never know who those five people are. And, and, and how this impacts their life and then what the, 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 the reverb from that becomes. And I, I think it's, it's important that people know somebody is waiting on you to figure out who you are and to do that thing that you're not sure about. Somebody is waiting on you because that is something unique to you, just like your fingerprint. Like whatever it is that you're supposed to do is so unique to you that only you could put it out. So even this same message that I'm saying right now, you could say it, you're going to say it in a different way and it's going to reach somebody that maybe I'm not going to reach. The podcast isn't going to reach. Uh, but living in that pivot and not being afraid to make a mistake. Like, look, we, we, a lot of us on this podcast, we're perfectionists. We want everything to be perfect. Um, every detail, uh, what time the podcast gets released, what the name of it is, all things that are important and all things that marketers are going to tell you, hey, these are really important things that you want to get down, um, eventually monetize. But in the meantime, we got to just figure the content, get the content out, get the message crafted, put it out there because that's who the podcast is. That's who the 13th floor is. It's like it has its own um, identity and that identity serves a purpose and we got to be intentional with how we put that out there um, and intentional with knowing that it's going to reach the people it needs to reach. Correct. Absolutely. Backing up to what you were saying a little while ago, uh, BJ, about going through those moments. <clears throat> um, do you feel like that you have to get beat down, so to speak, to get to that mind state of, or changing that mind state of not looking at it as, oh, woe is me, or why is this always happening to me? Getting to the point where it's like, all right, this happened. How do I grow from it? How do I move on from it? I don't, yeah, I don't think every situation is going to be a beat down, and that's not the attention I wanted to give. So, again, so thank you for bringing it up, because I, I definitely don't want that to be the vibe. And I'm not saying you did. It's just a question. Yeah, but, I mean, it's a good question, because, again, somebody might have taken that away. Um, so, again, it's a chance for kind of clarification. So, again, it really is not a beat down situation, but uh, again, things for family. So it may be an illness, it may be a sickness, it may be a death in the family, it may be something personal with your finances, it may be this, but it's not always a, pe people wanna look at 
we've been trained, right? Human nature is for everybody else, it's society to tell us that, well, it's just bad mojo or you got bad, bad luck or just everything is going to come around sooner or later. Just my thing, I, what I learned is that be thankful for whatever's going on because you're still alive, right? You're still making it through it. You're, you're still, it may be a struggle, but again, I, the struggle is what makes you, uh, and I can't, the struggle, the beautiful struggle, right? <laughs> That's what we go back to, right? The struggle is what makes you. Right. So that those are things that people, and I, I equate it to kids that is like, you see as kids mature and they go through from high school to college or, or career already, like those kids who are ready to go on and can survive in the world, the ones who went through some type, some type of struggle can make those real life in the moment decisions. They know how to problem solve, they know how to do this. Those kids that were sheltered, in their high school experience, or they get to college, or they get the, the out on their own, and it's like life hits them, and it's like everything falls apart. They can't function. They're stressed. We go into all these different psychological situations, whatever. And again, I'm not saying that does not have to make somebody, but if those instances, you take kids that went through that struggle of being on their own or having a single parent family and having to figure out transportation or figuring out this versus somebody who was in a two parent home and had everything provided to them. And all of a sudden, they're on their own. It's like their world falls apart and they can't function, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a, a, a big thing is, for, first of all, um, the last podcast episode was the 13th. Um, so, yeah, July. And then trauma, right? You hear a lot of people talk about trauma these days. But trauma is always presented in a negative connotation. Correct. Right. And there's absolutely positive trauma. So uh, as, as I've been thinking in, in this time that we haven't had a podcast and I've been thinking about, okay, just, just again, living in the abundance of me, um, there are things that have come out, right? Like there's a certain exercise or there's a certain amount of duress that you have to put yourself through spiritually, physically, and mentally, right? And once you do those things, you strengthen those three areas and that comes out to the ultimate endurance of you existing in this lifetime, right? So let's just use the physical for as, as an example. Uh, many of the most successful people in the world have some type of uh, physical uh, exercise routine, right? And what that does now, so when you want to grow your muscles, you want your muscles to be stronger, you put them through a trauma, you put them through duress, you, you make micro tears in the muscle and then them um, healing, right? And, and recovering now creates a stronger muscle, right? Or a bigger muscle, that can now be used for more things. And your life is the same way. When you put yourself through things or you go through things, instead of sitting there and scrambling and, and just becoming like, oh my gosh, why me? Pause, look around, embrace the lesson that is there for you. And then you become physically stronger after you get those micro cuts, right? And those abrasions to your life not realize that you're going to come out on the other end stronger. And sometimes it reveals things to you that you never knew you could do, right? Because when our backs are against the wall, all of a sudden we're capable of doing things we didn't know, mm -hmm. right? And 
though I've never pledged, I know enough people that pledge, the things that some of y'all went through, right? You never thought that you would, that you could do, um, that you would come out on the other side of. And I wish y'all could see BJ's face right now. But, well, I'm with um, you, BJ. I don't know what he's talking about, man. I went to meetings. I signed some paper. I studied a lot. That was, that was it. Um, hey, listen, <laughs> y'all can say whatever you want. I was going to Chazza. I went to <laughs> there was a certain physical duress whether it was lack of sleep because you were up reading your material <laughs> smart man um sometimes it was physically because look you're, you're you're paying chapter dues you're paying money you don't know where your next meal's coming from there's all types of things that you put yourself through and then you make it through the other end and for most of you hopefully you came out as a better person than the person that you were before you started um we're not going to go into that rabbit hole that I, that I just talked about right there. But, but I, I, I had a, a I want to equate that to something that happened this weekend because um, one of the traumas, and I, and I can I definitely identify my life as my father passing back in 2003, right? And I can honestly say to this day, there's always some, no matter how much I say, I'm, you're never completely over it, but I can, I can deal with stuff more today than I can before. I had my aunt come visit me this weekend from South Carolina. Um, first time she's ever come down to visit us, me and my family, we go up there all the time. First time she came to here. And she caught me off guard. Saturday night, she's going to say, Dad would be very proud of you. And it, it hit me like a ton of bricks, right? Because I haven't really thought about it. But in the back of my mind, when she said that, it really was somewhere in the back of my mind, there's always really that, that trauma and not having my dad there to see my kids and see them raised, um, to come up and just every now and then just have that, that where you know that good job, son, whatever. Like when you grow up with that, you miss that, right? So then to have her say that, and this is his older sister, um, was a blessing for me to let me know that, like, again, not that I said I've done everything right by the book or, or by, by any means, by any standard that I feel like I'm putting myself higher than anybody else. But again, to have that validation was important for me. So that trauma of doing everything that I'm doing in my life, the sacrifices that I make for the kids, for the family, all that stuff, that I know that it is worth it. And then the things that I'm learning, the, the things I'm trying to instill in my kids that she saw um, just by being at our house for those couple of days, it, it's worth it. That, 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 that daddy being dad is, is a job that I take pride in. And I put a lot of time and effort in and that stuff is paying off. So again, but you have the opposite too. That trauma of losing a parent sometimes or that trauma of not having that person there or that, that thing, it also affects somebody on the negative side as well. Well, because my dad didn't do this, then I'm X, Y, and Z, or I'll never be able to do this, this, and that. Again, I wasn't looking for it, but it caught me off guard and it really hit me like a ton of bricks when she said that to me that night. And I stayed up reflecting on that a lot that night. Um, I was thankful for the opportunity to hear that. But again, it just doesn't stop there because life does go on, right? So then what's the next step for, for me to do, um, to continue to make sure that I'm providing, I'm doing everything else and the opportunities for them as a whole. So again, the trauma piece, it, it can tear you down, but it's then how do you in turn flip it to use it for a, to build you up, like to make you stronger and to go through different things in life. I also want to add to that is that, you know, most of the time when you're going through this trauma and you're trying to figure out, you know, why is this happening? You know, what am I getting out of this? It's not necessarily something that you, you're going to be able to define or see the immediate fruits of. 
I think I can say that a lot of things that I've gone through over the past year to year and a half are to set me up for what's going to come in the next year to year and a half. Um, I don't think that, I think the mindset changes, um, the ability to manage different tasks and stuff within the household, finances, uh, familiar obligations, work obligations, all of that stuff is going to be, it's important now, but as we continue to ascend um, through life, I think it is going to become much more important later. And having to do all of those things now when it's, you know, I guess kind of sort of more more of a, a hindrance, I would say, or something that's going to drain or take a little bit more out of me. When it's really important to be able to have those skills and be able to manage through whatever in a year or some, some time from now, that's yeah. when it's really going to show its benefits. No, absolutely. And when you think of things that you go through as a person, in the moment, it seems really big. And then once you're past it and it's like two years later, you're like, you don't even think about it. You're like, oh, man, that was that was nothing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes we lose focus of what the ultimate goal is, what it is that who, who, who we're trying to be and, and what our purpose is, what our mission is. Mm-hmm. And we lose sight and we think that in this moment we're losing the war when really you might just be losing one battle. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there was a reason, and there was a reason why you lost that battle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. again, if you sit there and, and, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened to me, then you might miss the lesson. And then the funny thing about life is it will keep repeating the lesson until you get it. Unless you run out of time. Unless you run out of time. A lot of, yeah. a lot of people run out of time just repeating lessons. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you hear it because somebody's going to say at the funeral, he was a stubborn old person. <laughs> call him stubborn because he just been doing the same thing over and over again. So, look, you know, getting back to, to finding your who, man, work on your who. Find out who you are before you move forward and just just live a life that's not even yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Pay attention to the light. I think the also it's it's hard when you're going through those things because you lose sight of what that light, as they say, is at the end of the tunnel, um, and it starts to look like a little flicker or maybe even a firefly at sometimes. Um, but it's there, and if you can if you can maintain some type of focus on that life, on that end goal, on that light and what your life will be like at the end of that tunnel, you, you'll get there. And everything seems a little more bearable at, at that point. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Hey man, I think that was a good little warm up. getting back into this thing, man. I don't know what y'all think. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, it had, a, you know, for me again, putting things in practice, you know, everything I said didn't come out the way I wanted it to. I can't stop saying, you know, Uh, that's never going to (laughs) change. That's never going to change. But again, it's it's not about being perfect. It's just about putting it out there. Putting it out there. Yeah. And that's what we're going to continue to do, man. Put it out there, put out the information, put out our experiences um, to the people and the people that need to hear it, you know, we'll hear it and we'll reach those that we're trying to reach. Um, Carol, before we go, man, you normally have, some levity to add to the podcast. 
You got to give me something, man. First thing back. Uh, man, I don't know if I really have anything. I mean, I'm sure there was something. I can't think of it right now, though. Somebody, somebody should have told me, hey, make sure you tell this story or whatever. But yeah, I don't know that I necessarily have one. Um, not, not that's at the, not that, no. at the front of my mind right now. Sorry, man. That's you got to give me more prep on that. You normally come with them in your bag, man. You always got the little story with the kid next door. I mean, I know that was when you was in Jacksonville and everything, but you know. Nah, right now, man. I, mm, I, I don't. Told you, man. I've been, I've been on a different, on a different focus, man. <laughs> I got you. Hey, uh, so how is um, how's Asher, man? Uh, I know we haven't seen my man on the podcast even before we took a little break, though. Man, Asher is doing well. Um, he had a picture day today at school, and my man was all about it. Did his thing. And, uh, yeah, Asher, I'm surprised he didn't try to make his way in here. That's probably what he was crying about. Uh, now you think about it, that probably is it. Yeah, because he, uh, he asked all the time, Daddy, you doing a podcast today? No, son, not today. <laughs> So even even Asher asks about the podcast every week. Daddy, are you gonna do a podcast? No, son, not today. I don't think so. I think I told um, you before. I mean, like those first couple weeks, even Mason and Cameron, like, you're not recording tonight. Y'all not recording this week. Yeah, I think like, that was the sentiment in, in, in pretty much all of our households. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh So yeah, it's it's he's good, man. It's it's just amazing to watch his personality continue to develop and, you know, how he handles things and at school and it's interesting. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for my levity. Cause every time you drop a little snippet of Asher's life in the, uh, in the chat group, it always has us on the floor. Uh, we'll, we'll set it up for next time. Yeah. Um, we'll set it up for next time. So, something, something will happen, man. I've, I've gotten out of the habit of, of, of making that mental recording to mm-hmm. bring it up. So. We'll get back in the swing of things. We'll get the rust off. There it is. And BJ, we got to send a special shout out to your girl, the young lady getting them first buckets. Yes. yes. Um, again, I got I to stop saying, but like, I, I know, I know it's, it's not cliche, but I love my kids, man. All three in middle school, <laughs> it, it, it's been a challenge schedule wise, mm-hmm. but all three are finding their place. And that's what I love to see. They're finding their own, they're breaking off to find their own friends and their own interests, their own activities. And as long as I tell them, just if you can, if you're gonna do something, just commit to it. Even just for the one school year, whatever, just keep that commitment. Learn from it. Same thing we talked about before. If you decide it's not for you, that's fine. But keep the commitment all the way through, and then let's figure out what you're gonna do next. But baby girl decided, like the week, the weekend before basketball tryouts at middle school, that she wanted to go out for a basketball team. Mind you, I love my baby girl to death, but this girl don't want to sweat. She don't want to go run. She want to do anything. Decide. Uh-huh. Go and she made the team. Um, and I told her this year again, as you start learning the game, learn, ask questions of the coach, as your teammates, and things going on. She's played uh, quite a few minutes um, so far. They've had today was their fourth game, uh, but big girl made her first bucket today. And she was excited, everything like that. So she had some playing time, made her first bucket. So I'm not there right now, I'm away at work. So that's that's the, the the growth for me. Like another push to say, you know what, get done what you need to get done to make sure you have the time available to go do whatever and see whatever they're doing and keep up with them. Um, so we're just more motivation for me, man. I know this is only temporary. 
It is. It is. Uh, I felt the same way. I love you. And keep up the good work. Keep grinding, baby. Love you. Uh, Brett, don't don't try to escape, man. You talking about you know, uh, Maddie and her playing basketball. You posted, you know, Kellen out there breaking for a touchdown. And it's not the first time, man. That young man out there looking like a young, uh, young Zeke Elliott or something like that, man. He out there rolling. Um, but it was good, man. Kellen's out there shining. It's crazy. Um, I'm gonna talk about Nia too in a second. Uh, but it was really good being able to go down there and see him play football uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay, so you were actually there. Not this game. Uh, I was there but a couple weeks ago, and uh, he ran the ball once pretty good. He didn't score any touchdowns or anything, but he played defense real well. Um, but it was just good being out there and experience, man. Like, he loves the game already, uh, already trying to put on pads. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, but we'll – it's crazy because it's Florida, so it's like you don't have any other options um, growing up outside of that football. But we'll see where it goes. Um, but, yeah, seeing him out there on the field, man, like I couldn't have asked for a better uh, experience seeing that I didn't get to do any of that last year when he played. So um, just thankful, man, and good, glad to be in the place or the position that I can get down there and, you know, be, be present with those uh, for those moments and try to get a couple more in next year. He may go into basketball. We'll see. He should, he doesn't really care for that sport, but yeah, he's out there. And then Nia, uh, she just got her. She did her belt test last week. I got to post that video. Um, she's a red belt now, um, and we actually held her from taking her belt test. Um, I think uh, last year because she was having some focus issues and not really handling her responsibilities and stuff in school. Um, and she turned it around, man. She went all summer without it. Um, Started off the school year really good, and you know our uh, Taekwondo uh, master, uh, Master Matthew, decided that it was time, and she went out there and did her thing. So really proud of both of them um, at this point, but especially Nia uh, maturing a lot more in front of our eyes, and you know taking on a lot more responsibility and stuff. It's a, uh, it's real interesting when you you know see him go from can I do this, can I do that, to just getting up and and handling situations and doing stuff like I don't get I get up at. 5.30 in the morning to make sure she's out of school and everything. So that feels really good. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yo, we're going to see what happens, man. I don't know what my son's going to do, man. I don't I don't know if he's going to be an athlete. I don't know what he's going to be right now. I think he's going to be on the chess team is what I think is going to happen. Um, Give but him a golf club. Or a golf club? Or a baseball maybe. bat. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's just singing his heart out, singing all types of songs, and I'm just like, really? oh, man. It's, man, it's, what a recording it's, is that? It is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save hilarious. that one for next time. We'll save those for next time. I'll see if I can get them. If I can catch them uh, doing one, I'll definitely record it. We'll, we'll, we'll post it up on the, on the IG or something. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it out there. We'll get it out there. Uh, Coach K, you going to close us out? Yeah, man, I can close this out. Um, first, look, I, we talked a lot about discovering who you are and, and, and living in the purpose of who you are. And we don't want to just um, put that out there without providing you a resource. Uh, so absolutely, if, if, if you want some resources to help you with that, um, you can reach out to BJ or myself. Um, it's BJ, no, it's Brian at Mortar Consulting, M-O-R-T-A-R, consulting.com. 
or you can reach out to me. It's Carol, K-E-R-R-O-L at Mortar Consulting. Um, and I tell you what, uh, within the first 24 hours of this podcast, if you reach out to us, uh, we'll give you a two for one special um, and hook you guys up with some resources. So um, if you got a friend out there that you want to bring along with you on that journey of discovering uh, your most accurate, authentic self and get some context clues as to what and why you should be doing the things next, uh, definitely reach out to us at, the, at those email addresses. We'll try to post that somewhere in this video, IG, Facebook, somewhere. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, hey, look, just know that you, you don't have to be perfect. And again, there is a message, there is a charge on you that only you can deliver, but you can only deliver it as your authentic self. You can't deliver it as somebody else. And some of you, you're out there right now and you're trying to figure out, man, why does my back hurt? Why do I get these headaches all the time? Um, those are clues. That's the message from whatever you believe in God, the creator of the universe. That's a message letting you know that, hey, this chronic pain that you're having, this chronic illness, whatever it is, I sent that to you because I, I want you to get back on the right track. Um, you think it's your health. It's probably not your health. It's, it's your spirit. It's your soul. Um, it's you doing that thing and being that person that you were meant to be. And pay attention to that. A lot of people don't pay attention. They go out there, they medicate. And then that medication gets you even further away from who you're supposed to be. Um, or you turn to social media, you, you just turn to different vices and we fill ourselves with these vices that are the noise that distort the person that you're supposed to be. So get focused. Don't be afraid to, to be in silence. Don't be afraid to move alone. Um, nobody cares. Nobody cares if you are being authentically you. No, nobody's here to get you to that. Um, that's something that only you can do. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for listening here with us on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. The 13th floor. The 13th floor. floor. Okay.